Yo, what's happening people? Today I wanted to follow up from last week's episode about how to deal with difficult people and I realised it was kind of relevant to maybe pre-Covid working environments where we were in the office and had to deal with people face to face. Not to say that you can't apply the same tips and tricks in the new world which is, I don't know, predominantly for a lot of people working on your computer via kind of video conferencing software but I thought you know what it might be nice to just brighten things up a little bit and talk about the niggles of working from home so I've been working from home for the last six to eight months perhaps and I think I've seen it all and it used to bug me I mean me personally in my Um, team somebody took it upon themselves to decide to do check-ins every single day at set time every morning 10 a.m without fail and we're not just talking audio conferencing we're talking video conferencing and it's like what do you have to talk about every single day you know I literally saw you yesterday I mean, yeah, it was about work. Basically, it was a kind of checkup. But actually, it was also about how you're feeling. What are you doing today? How was yesterday? How's today going to be? You know, how's the cat and the dog? It's like, look, I get it. Maybe let's do this once in a while so we have something to talk about. But it was every single day. And that got to me for sure. Things have normalized a bit. And we're doing it every three, sorry, every other day uh, in the working week, which is normal, I think, right? Uh, but every single day, and that's just that's just within the team, and that definitely got draining. But the reason it got draining, it's not that I don't like my teammates. It's not that at all. It's that it's probably like fifteen to twenty to thirty minutes every single morning, and the caffeine hasn't hit the system yet and you know you may be fed up of uh, the stuff that kind of people are just talking about and it's not really on a deep level it's kind of pretty fake people are just how are you how are you feeling and oh what are you doing today what kind of tasks are you working on today and then it's that face to face which is so artificial anyway and then you add to it the kind of, oh, let's talk about how things are going. No. <laughs> and then on top of things, there's, you know, your one-to-ones. Then you've got kind of higher-up team meetings. And then the uh, the icing or the cherry on the cake was the absurdity of what they call a coffee meeting. So I remember before moving into this lockdown phase, we did these coffee afternoons which I think we did one or maybe two and it's quite good it was trying to detach away from the work environment get everyone together have a bit of food have a bit of coffee and tea and sit around kind of mingling with the wider organization that was cool I like that it was not too bad a little bit awkward but you know once the ice is broken it's all good and that makes sense, you know, you're around each other, you're moving from table to table, and it's not awkward. 
But I don't know what possessed the powers that be to suggest a continuation of a coffee meeting kind of virtually. It was the most weirdest thing I've seen in a long time. So imagine, you know, in Zoom or Teams, whatever you're ending up using, you've obviously got tiles, haven't you, of um, kind of little images of everybody that's in the call. Well, there's about 30 people, I kid you not, 30 people just chilling in on one screen. And um, it's a bit like one of these TV shows, I can't remember the name of it, but it was so weird. And then... I mean that's fine you want to catch up cool at the beginning it made sense you know early morning grab a coffee have a chat but then it got weirder and weirder number one it moved into the afternoon uh late afternoon at that I mean I don't know why you're encouraging or calling it a coffee meeting at that point unless you want everyone to um have sleep issues and then on top of it it was only a select couple maybe three four people that essentially dominated the conversation with trivial nonsense if I'm being honest bit mean but it is what it is you know about what book someone's read or what boring tv show they've been watching not everyone is interested but you have to sit there this is the weirdest thing say there's a room of 30 people a room filled with 30 people but the remaining 26 people have no choice but to sit there, look awake, nod and smile, act like you're interested in what these four people are on about. And then you get that person that's kind of facilitating, basically dragging every other person into the conversation or, you know, making people feel included, which is fine. But don't you think it's so strange that everyone is just watching and listening and I think a lot of people miss the social cues that people aren't as interested as you think so maybe we should just let them go you might think why am I being so harsh these meetings were booked for an hour every fortnight what 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 a nonsense what are you what are you doing and then people, there would be that awkward, um, you know, somebody would get picked on and you go through, oh yeah, I'm fine. You know, you just literally just want to get out of the situa- situation as quickly as possible. And that happened. And then there would be this awkward situation where people would kind of fake an excuse from what I could tell. Oh, uh, a delivery is coming. Did you... You, you probably didn't hear the knock on the door or the doorbell, but I've got, I've got to go, um, that, or, yeah, I've got work on, I've got to go, that happened a lot, and the other thing was, when somebody would do that, and you've been in the call for, say, 45 minutes, you kind of want to disappear at the same time, i.e. take that opportunity, and in a very short space of time, maybe five people would leave (laughs) and then there'll be one poor soul uh, left at the end of it it's so strange and I get it it's all about integration and trying to make people feel less I don't know isolated and I'm all for that but don't force everybody else to join in and if they don't want to and if you're really bothered about kind of this inclusion 
and things like that why don't you encourage people to have those chats independently one-to-one maybe you know a small group then it's not forced and then it's a lot more normal and natural and people really love these things despite the majority that I could tell not liking it and these coffee meetings would they're not obligatory or anything like that but you felt obliged to go anyway and so slowly slowly it just died down people making excuses and then there'd be that absolute oddball that months later would basically say hey it's been a while since we've done a coffee meeting let's do a coffee meeting and then you again feel obliged to go and the cycle continues but I think I'm really glad to say that that is actually dead in the water what a ridiculous thing one I remember one time where a lot of people were actually in the meeting and no jokes there was somebody that was playing classical music in the background like at the beginning of the meeting (laughs) and um people were genuinely concerned saying where's that where's that music i was confused oh, where the hell is that music coming from and then somebody said oh it's me let me just switch it off i was thinking are you for real like i know you're at home yeah but you're in a meeting with everybody including your bosses so i don't know what this is i know you're trying to set um, a vibe for yourself but maybe give it a little bit of a breather for the rest of the organization but that's not even the worst bit so you know that classic thing of unmuting and muting and forgetting that that happens but the worst one is where you know you can call in on the phone if you maybe don't have access to your laptop or you don't want to be on camera you can just turn your camera off or you can actually phone in and I don't know what it was about this person but one individual was just cracking up when there was no joke nobody said a joke nobody dropped a joke but this person was laughing hysterically and I don't know why but it was hilarious and I was just waiting for this person to just drop themselves in a situation I was thinking what are you gonna say next you know the boss the top boss is there but these types of people kind of get away with murder. I don't know how, but that was hilarious. She was just laughing hysterically at, oh, um, it's uh, it's five o'clock today. No, not five o'clock, but it's kind of like, oh, um, yeah, I watched this. I watched this documentary, and then she'll just crack up laughing. What? It doesn't make any sense. And then she just continue, and somebody would query it, and she just she's just laughing hysterically, and then. I was thinking please just press mute like save yourself and she would never press mute I was thinking what is going on that was funny though but these are the the, these are the um, kind of little small situations that you end up falling foul of but you know the general stuff and it never really gets old um, about people forgetting to switch between mute and unmute that happens a lot but the reactions of uh, certain people that maybe aren't as tech savvy as others they'll be kind of pointing to the microphone on their kind of earphone set 
They might be waving, putting their hand up on the screen to kind of indicate you're still on mute. They might mouth that as well. You're still on mute. And I was thinking, it is really not that hard. You've been doing it for six to eight months, like surely. But to be fair, I, I, I do it as well from time to time. But there's some culprits that do it time and time again. And that's quite weird and funny. But yeah, I know other organisations, they don't do this many meetings and I find it so strange I get what you're trying to do what they're trying to achieve they're trying to achieve this kind of water cooler moment but you know for instance these check-ins every single day I was thinking why are you making it a daily thing we don't do this in the office why are you overcompensating and doing it on on like live chat or web chat why why is that we don't get in at say 9am in the morning and grab each other gather around and huddle and sing kumbaya we don't grab a huddle like we don't get grab a whiteboard and say okay guys what are we going to do today and how is everyone feeling you don't have that pep talk then why are we having it now so i just think certain organizations ought to take on board the personalities of everybody and just be a bit more balanced and don't just put forward your own agenda because maybe you think this is what's going to be effective for the masses you ask and find out you know some people might be that kind that way inclined they like to have a chit chat and you know feel pumped afterwards but the reality is, and this is what I found, and this is the why, you know, those daily check-ins have stopped and now we're doing every other day check-ins in the afternoon and it not being about work because there's a situation at work and this ties in kind of nicely with my previous episode about dealing with difficult people slash dealing with difficult situations where... It kind of just, it was bubbling um, in the background and then it just essentially got out of control and basically, let's say 75% of the team, they outright said these check-ins are not effective and I feel really detached from the team and isn't that funny after you're asking everybody how they're feeling every day? It's a bit, it's a bit like how I think... um, it's certainly uh, British culture, you know, when you see anybody, you ask the question, how are you doing? You're right. I mean, realistically, you don't care. If they answer, you'll be polite. But what happens when that person turns around and says, do you know what? I'm having a terrible day. You're going to turn around and basically, you know, mate, that was just a greeting. And it's that kind of thing. You know, you're just saying it and it's just lip service. You don't actually give a hoot what the response is and how they're feeling. And yeah, it came to a head in that sense. But because um, we got a consensus as a team, we pitched a new idea. And now we are kind of as a team having a chat in the afternoons and so much more cohesive we don't really talk about work and we have a laugh and a joke and we all on a genuine deeper level worry about and you know 
about how people are feeling and doing and try to help each other out and I found you might be having a bad day but you feel better afterwards or certainly some other members of the team do and a bit more about this kind of overcompensation thing I find it so bizarre like before covid we didn't have a team whatsapp group but as soon as covid hit you get the most bizarre statements coming from people some things like i miss the commute you know i miss sitting in a congested carriage in the underground for two hours a day i just miss that you know like i really miss it i really want to um be up close and personal with randoms um that's just what's missing from my life what are you talking about mate that <laughs> and then other things like um i miss i miss being in the in the office what you what what do you miss about the office exactly what the furniture the plants what the the walls the paintings i mean the color of the walls even i think there's one thing bumping into somebody by the water cooler or in the kitchen and you have a quick chat be polite but you get out of there you have that escape route but when you're in these one hour long meetings out of politeness you're stuck there and you can't get out of it and one thing i found is you know people are introducing or started adding everybody to whatsapp groups we never had a group before why are we doing that now then adding you know because there's a facility available it doesn't mean we need to use every single facility that's available so by that i mean people are utilizing teams messaging groups you've got whatsapp groups you've got emails what's wrong with emails by the way seriously you can have check-ins effective check-ins via normal routes and it can be just as efficient but people don't people don't think straight i think and they just bulldoze their own ideas through email was fine why do we need to use it on teams and then moving from platform to platform that wound me up you know we had a perfectly good video conferencing you know facility and then we moved from one to another just because it's there oh let's just try that and then that didn't work let's go back to the original one shall we i mean do you have that much time on your hands that you you want to just play around with all this tech seriously if you want to play around with it do it in your own time please don't include me in it because i actually have work to do and that has to take priority surely but no on a serious note for me personally it's nice to have a check-in but it was quite demoralizing having a negative check-in in the morning and you don't want that from a workplace you want it you want it to energize you and if you if you have to do something like that let's do it at the end of the day when we are done and dusted because i don't need it to be messing up my day but that said then it's going to mess up my evening and i don't want that either so i think you just got to balance it all out life is balanced you know you've got to try and figure out a happy medium and i don't know about everyone else but from what i've heard everyone is not doing daily check-ins but i feel for some people out there they have to do every hour on the hour check-ins you know filling out a spreadsheet or filling out a log just to say that hey i'm alive 
and I am working. That's the next extreme. And I don't approve of that either. But hey, that's been my experience so far. Things are normalizing a bit, but be interested to hear what your experiences have been. But I hope you've enjoyed that. And I'll talk to you on the next one.